Welcome to the Beyond the Vines podcast, where I interview local business owners in Sonoma County to highlight small business and grow our community. I'm your host, Amy Ehlers, a mom, realtor, and Sonoma County native, and I'm excited to connect you to some amazing people in this beautiful area that we call home. Welcome back to the Beyond the Vines podcast. Thank you again so much for listening. I'm having so much fun interviewing all these local business owners in Sonoma County, and I hope you're really getting to enjoy getting to know the people behind these businesses. I'm here today with a really interesting one. Uh, Tom Rutledge, the founder of RDMS Group, located here in Petaluma. Um, I was introduced to him by a mutual friend, and I'm so excited to learn more about his business, working with restaurants. It's something I hadn't even thought about really the backstory of it all. And so I'm really excited to hear more about what he's going to share with us today about how he helps local restaurants and businesses. So welcome today, Tom. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming in. Can you share with us your background as well as the story behind why you founded the RDMS group and what inspired you to specialize in restaurant-specific accounting and operations? Absolutely. My undergrad, when I was in school, I had no intention of being Mm -hmm. in the restaurant business. I fell into it by doing Odd jobs like many people do, trying to make some money to go spend during college. Absolutely. I <laughs> entered the workforce in the major financial firms, uh, did internships through college, the hedge fund world with currency trading, mm-hmm. and I looked at it and said, "This, there's no passion here for me whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I call it my early life crisis. <laughs> I packed up, moved to San Francisco, went to culinary school. Amazing. I figured I knew I wasn't going to be a cook. I really wanted to pretend I had the chops, but I knew it wasn't <laughs> what I could do. But it gave me a background, mm-hmm. and I spent a couple years working in some Michelin-starred kitchens and some fancy Incredible. French and Italian spots, tried to get my chops up, but also quickly realized not the right fit. Love the industry, but not the right fit. As a passion-centric industry, I definitely mm-hmm. didn't want to leave it. It was where my heart was. I found myself in the front of house, managing, serving, busing, running, just, mm-hmm. again, the experience throughout all levels. Serendipitously, a manager I was working for, uh, he was the GM of the space, knew of another restaurant-specific accounting firm, Mm -hmm. something that hadn't been presented to me before. Right. I got hired on there, met my business partner, actually. We got put in the same room, shared an office, and Hmm. hit it off. We went separate ways after that. He (laughs) is the tried-and-true accountant. He is the guru of financial accounting within our firm. He went to do tax returns, worked as Mm. controllers in various financial firms. I went back into operations. Right. So I found myself, I actually moved back home to New York City, found myself in charge of 15 unit groups, 40 unit groups, just a bunch of different things and realized we can figure out food, we can figure out design, Mm -hmm. but we're not really figuring out profitability as a core of these businesses. Right. Called my business partner, my current business partner up and said, we need to solve this. Mm And we started RDMS on that premises. So that was more than 10 years ago now. Wow. It's been fun. And our core is we really do take the sense that we are operators. First and foremost, we have owned and operated restaurants. We Mm -hmm. continue to do so. And we take that perspective. So our feedback isn't, you're spending too much on labor. Mm, Because you understand it. It's Mm -hmm. we're staffing more bussers Mm -hmm. than servers and servers sells things and make us money. How do we modify this? What software are you using? And that's the foundation of our firm is how do we help an operator and really give them a tool that might only belong to the bigger corporate chains, but we've built it for the independents. So we come admin in a box. If you sign up with us, we have the software, the tools, the systems, we bring them all in and we let managers and owners do the things that they came into the business Mm -hmm. to do, to create, to manage, to be with guests. Mm -hmm. We take all the non-sexy stuff. I was going to say the not fun stuff. (laughs) That doesn't sound fun or sexy. (laughs) No, but what I love about the restaurant business, Mm -hmm. if I came up to you and said, do you want to open a steel forging mill? You would be 
I don't know anything about nope. that. However, if I came up to you and said, do you want to open a bar? Someone's still being mm -hmm. like, I love bars. Yep. I would love to open a bar, but has the same level of or lack of mm -hmm. understanding of what it mm -hmm. means to do that. But it is such a passionate and such a creative space yeah. that we really appreciate that everyone's going after that, but you have to take the business side. So Absolutely. that's where we focus. I love too that you have this you know, accounting, management, all of that background, but you've also been in the trenches working in restaurants. You've seen it, you understand it, you know it. Like, that's so key. The, the PTSD is still alive. I was well. going to say, yeah. I, I was telling you about my yeah. catering days. PTSD doesn't <laughs> even begin to describe. <laughs> I, I actually had um, one of our chefs and my director of operations at my house last night. We were playing around with dishes and mm -hmm. making some stuff. And we were literally talking about it was just a group of guys who don't do this anymore right. every day. That's not our full-time jobs anymore. But it was like, do you remember when you used <laughs> to forget to like fire the dish as a server and Absolutely. now it's 45 <laughs> minutes before the guy's going to eat food? It's, we yeah. we live and breathe yeah. that. So. Which I think is so necessary so that you can relate to your clients. Wildly so. Very. That's amazing. Very cool. Um, so what services, and we touched a little bit on this, do you provide to your restaurants and how do these services help them improve their operational efficiency and profitability? So from a purely accounting standpoint, mm -hmm. we do all the accounts payable. Mm -hmm. So we're talking to the vendors, reconciling the statements, mm -hmm. entering the invoices, doing the check runs, making the online payments. All, right. all of that comes to us. And, you know, speaking to being in the trenches, a lot of modern, quote unquote, technologies out there to try to help some mm -hmm. things. But in some cases, we found taking the invoice and shoving it in an envelope, and then we send somebody to go get it once a week and bring it back right. to us, or FedEx sends it to us the next day. It's just one less thing for a manager to worry about. Absolutely. So we, we build on that core concept. We do the payroll processing. So we're yes. monitoring punches. Mm -hmm. We look at meal break penalties, which is a massive California oh, situation. That's great that they have another set of eyes on that. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. actually the largest lawsuit in our wow, industry in okay. California. So, so that's already a huge like potential savings you're offering. And the state of California that. has made that as complicated mm -hmm. as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. So we bring that to the table. Workers' comp audits, like I said, if it's not a fun thing to do, it's mm -hmm. probably they something send it we to do. You. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then <laughs> the last part of that is we have like three departments. So our last okay. departments are senior accounting department, bank mm -hmm. reconciliations, credit, mm -hmm. all, all the sales stuff. All of that is compiled so that we can create daily, weekly, and period end reports that Great. are easy. Mm -hmm. And the last layer is we then take this financial report and instead of saying, here's six pages of financial mm -hmm. reporting, we say, let's sit down and talk about this with your management. Great. So, Great. And then operationally, we're trying to make sure that our teams have the tools so by the time they get the P&L, it's old news and it doesn't matter because right. they've made changes throughout mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, are there any particular restaurant types or certain cuisines that you specialize in, or do you work with a diverse range of establishments? We're all over the place. Mm -hmm. I would say that the one factor that takes into play is we don't really work with franchisees. Mm, okay. Um, we really do focus on the independent. Mm -hmm. If you happen to have a 10-unit, 15-unit group that you own and mm -hmm. operate, that is our bread and butter. Right. We also do food trucks, single food oh, trucks and I didn't single individuals. Think of that. So. If it's a food and beverage mm -hmm. operation, the thing that we don't really do is when there's controls coming from a corporate entity like a franchisor, right. they have the systems mm -hmm. excuse me, that we're so bringing to the table. they don't need that service It just doesn't fit. Uh -huh. That makes sense. So we're more of that boutique solution mm -hmm. for them. Fantastic, which obviously there's no shortage of here in Sonoma County. Yes. We have the best food. It is why <laughs> I moved across the country. Yes. yes. I mean, I always, I've said this on the podcast before and I'll say it again, but I love traveling. I love going on vacation, but then it's always like you get to a certain point point, you're like, I want to go home and have the food at home because nothing beats it. Very, very true. <laughs> um, so restaurant owners often 
uh, struggle with cost control and budgeting. How can a proper accounting practice and financial analysis benefit their bottom line? If the accountant is just doing the tax return mm-hmm. at the end of the year, they're missing a massive part of their business. Interesting. So it, I'll go so far to say is it doesn't have to be your bookkeeper, mm-hmm. but to have somebody on your team who's working to compiling reports, if it doesn't match the P&L, they're wasting their time. Right. So if your financial tools aren't providing the roadmap of what to do, mm-hmm. you're operating incorrectly. Right. And so budgets are difficult. You know, COVID came and basically threw oh, a hand yeah. grenade in the pro- project. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening post-COVID and all that fun stuff, it's hard. But if you don't have the map, you don't know where you're going. Right. That's really – and people think accounts are just good with numbers. It's a, the language of business. And mm-hmm. I think that's what most people fail to understand in this industry. It's kind mm-hmm. of like learning Spanish or French. It's not really saying – I'm good at figuring out a percentage calculation. It's why is your food cost high? Mm-hmm. Are you priced incorrectly? Are you have a lot of waste? Is it a lot of theft? Are you comping the wrong things? Right. Like are you selling the wrong things? Is your portion control wrong? Mm-hmm. Your numbers need to point to where you need to focus on working on the business. Mm-hmm. So the, if anyone's endeavoring to say, well, I get that information from my point of sale, are you? Is right. that reconciled to the bank account? Where's that information coming from? If it is, good on you. Go after mm-hmm. it. You've got the right solution. But that's where your accountant should almost be your other manager mm-hmm. of the business. That makes sense. And just the strategizing behind all of that it sounds like so. it's something that you can easily provide. That's brilliant. Um, what are some common financial challenges that you see restaurants facing? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> the, the short answer to that question is there is a um, – a metric that we focus on called mm-hmm. prime cost. Okay. So this is about to get a little accounting sleepy, but okay. I promise That's it's okay. brief. <laughs> it's uh, when you look at your sales and you add up all of your cost of goods, food, beer, wine, liquor, and a beverage, mm-hmm. and all of your labor, front of house, back house taxes. Most restaurants, if they can hit 65% cost, meaning they only have 35 cents on the dollar to pay for everything mm-hmm. else in their business, they're actually doing pretty good. Okay. So if your prime cost is off that metric, you need to focus on that and that alone until you get under 65%. Because everything else isn't going to make the same kind of impact. Once we get prime cost figured out, mm-hmm. then we start. It's a benchmark analysis. If your rent is more than $0.10 cents on the dollar, mm-hmm. if it's more than 10% of your sales, you should be looking to renegotiate or exit. Because unless you have prime costs that are truly remarkable, right. you will. that is money right off the bottom line. Interesting. These are some really good like points and, and stepping stones for people to know. If you're negotiating mm-hmm. a lease and you're seeing it north of 10%, it's not, I don't care it's how romantic it out. is. It, it's a canary in a coal mine. Do not sign a lease. Amazing. That's really good information for people. Um, thank you for that. So can you discuss the impact of technology on restaurant accounting and operations and how RDMS Group leverages technology to support its clients? I love this question from a lot of levels <laughs> because it's still a human problem. Mm-hmm. I can, we use technology in massive ways. We are directly connected to the point of sale systems. Mm-hmm. So we know sales and trends and analysis and yada, 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 connected to the banks, connected to the credit cards. It makes our lives easier to get the data into one place. Right. But we are not yet at a place where AI can come into a mm-hmm. restaurant because you still get the guy who bought $50 worth of mushrooms handwritten on a napkin from a yep. farmer's market. Yep. Those are still problems we deal with. Yes. If I don't get the invoice, mm-hmm. I can't process the invoice no mm-hmm. matter how much technology I have. Right. I can do EDI and API connections to vendors, mm-hmm. but I still have vendors that use that paper from 1988 with the holes on the side mm-hmm. and the printer that is older than I am. Yeah. So you tell them a three-letter data connection and they look at you like, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh-huh. So it is technology helps my team mm-hmm. 
move more quickly, yep. but the team is still the reason the information is correct. So it is a yeah. interesting hybrid at this point still. I love that. And we see that with real estate too. I always say I love all the tech tools that we're seeing. It's mm -hmm. super beneficial, but you still need that agent. You need that agent to strategize, negotiate, figure out how to solve any problems. 100%. A computer can't do that for you. We use two phenomenal pieces mm -hmm. of software. I am not connected to them mm -hmm. other than paying way too much money. <laughs> but uh, 365, mm -hmm. Restaurant 365, and Plate IQ. The right. problem is, and you know, Toast Point of Sale and, and all these other guys that are out there, all of them can be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. There's even food costing software. I have a whole mm. TED talk on inventory at some point, wow. but it would be so boring. But the reality- <laughs> Somebody would listen. Somebody. <laughs> My wife out of like courtesy would be the end of that entire audience. Yeah. But the reality of it is it's mm -hmm. the same thing. You can't, in this industry, especially for an operator, mm -hmm. you can't let technology become the project. You have to let technology help you finish your project. Yes. And I think still a lot of times in the restaurant business, people want to- implement a new software. And what ends up happening is the implementation becomes the focus as mm -hmm. opposed to getting the food cost down, which is why you were implementing it to begin with. Right. So those things are always at a dichotomy of each other. Mm -hmm. Because in restaurant spaces, more than most, the margins are so thin, you have to be the HR person, the lawyer, mm -hmm. the manager, the this, wow. the that, and the other thing. So mm -hmm. putting one more hat on to do an implementation yeah. is a lot. Yeah. And most software out there is actually quite good if you do implementation correctly. Right. But how many of us are database engineers right. while also being restaurant managers? Exactly. Not many. Exactly. Yeah. Piecing together that creative side yeah. with the business side is from, challenging. From our firm, we, we have looked high and low. We test things all the mm -hmm. time. We have a very tried and true product. Because we own restaurants, we guinea pig ourselves on a lot of things. Right. But it's still, it, it's as good as everybody involved is willing to put the time in. That's amazing. Really good feedback. Um, data analytics and reporting are becoming increasingly important in the restaurant business. And we've touched a little on this as well. How do you use data to provide insights and recommendations to your clients? The It's fascinating mm -hmm. because there's so much data out there now. Mm -hmm. You can sometimes get that analysis paralysis. Right. And so we really do go listen prime cost, like we talked about a few minutes ago. Yep. This is where I want your time. And it's specifically it. in mm -hmm. food cost and labor. Mm -hmm. Rather than take on that large technology thing, let's do these five tests. And then once we get that done, mm -hmm. maintain that step. And now let's move on to the next one. I love that. So for us, it's really about, there are industry benchmarks mm -hmm. where even if you're owning and operating a restaurant right now, mm -hmm. my food cost is 35%. I'm doing great. That's the best I've ever done. Is it supposed to be 28? Right. Like what, right. what should we do? Finding those targets and putting in simple metrics to fix them is just about everything. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Um, employee management and payroll are key components of restaurant operations. How do you assist them in handling this? So you mentioned you can totally take over the payroll for them. We do process the payroll. Mm -hmm. okay. So we're reviewing punches. We're doing all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They're... What we teach people to do specifically on labor mm -hmm. is one, treat your people right. In right. California is such a hard place. We mm -hmm. have so many more expenses than many mm -hmm. other states. We have an expensive labor force. We have to make the best mm -hmm. team we possibly can. Yeah. So, you know, restaurants specifically, it's slowing down in January. It's raining like crazy. We're not going to be busy. Mm -hmm. Cut everybody. Look, I'm the accountant. I always want you to reduce your costs. Right. But if you cut your kitchen so much that half of them quit and you're not going to be able to keep up with business in April, mm -hmm. take a more holistic cash flow at the end of the day. You have to be right. able to afford payroll. I right. get that. But sit down with the team and talk to them. Hey, guys, we're going to have less shifts over the next month. Mm -hmm. How do we make this work for everybody? Because we're going to have overtime come May. When we're busy exactly. again or March, what are we going to do? That's number one. The other one is 
again, set your benchmarks. Mm -hmm. What is the job responsibility of a server, of a busser, right. of a runner, of a host? Do they have the tools to be as productive as humanly possible? We do help with that by saying, you're spending too much on bussers. You don't have enough servers on the floor. Mm -hmm. Let's look when guests are coming in. Why do we have servers coming in three hours before service starts? What are they doing with their time? Right. What are your prep schedules? We do that in our operational consulting side mm -hmm. of things. That's not necessarily the accounting side. But the other thing is get to your benchmark. So mm -hmm. one of the last examples on this one is if I say you need a 25% labor cost, mm -hmm. I don't mean 25 on Monday and 25 on Tuesday. Right. And I mean, it could be 110% on mm -hmm. Monday. It's by the end of the week. Got it. And if you're not forecasting your sales mm -hmm. and trying to write a labor budget, you're just right. kind of opening the doors and hoping to make money. So right. the first step, forecast sales for the week, right. review labor for the week. Right. I'm going to throw a question at you that I didn't mention before, but it's in my head right now. Mm -hmm. Do you have restaurants that come to you that are maybe already struggling, maybe embarrassed with where they're at? And kind of how do you handle that? It, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, find me a restaurant that's not struggling. Right. Uh, so right. yes, would be the short answer. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't say embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I think small business operation is so hard Yep. on every level. Yep. And asking a professional who specializes in one thing to help. Mm-hmm is one of the smartest things and the hardest things for small business operators to do. Yes. I need help is, mm -hmm. I don't think said enough. I agree. And then mm -hmm. I need help and I don't think I can afford it. You don't know till you ask. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always have to be, our, our accounting clients, we're doing five days, six days, or seven days a week, right. every week worth of work. Mm -hmm. But hey, I need coaching. Mm -hmm. I think every small business operator should yeah. go for coaching. Yes. I need to know a benchmark of food cost. Mm -hmm. That's a 10 minute phone call. Yep. Right. That yep. doesn't, you may not be able to afford somebody who can help you fix all the problems, mm -hmm. but just what should I be doing mm -hmm. the is advice. a really good start. Well, I imagine too, with, with a lot of what you do and helping them, they're ultimately going to be saving money or being more profitable. So then that's like an offset of your cost. It's my sales pitch. There you go. You know, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to pay me, I better yeah. help you make you more better, money. You better, exactly. If I, I don't, that. I'm not really the exactly. right guy. Exactly, exactly. And I will say there are a lot of firms that do this and there are great ones that mm -hmm. are out there and mm -hmm. bookkeepers can be, like I said, debits and credits, here's your right. tax return, or they could be that, that really helpful, I need you mm -hmm. here kind mm -hmm. of situation. So. Yeah. So that you're taking that load off their shoulders and then also yep. providing them more profitability. The one thing I will say is we can, like firms like mine, there's a, there's a few of us out there who specialize in the way we do. Mm -hmm. We have pulled back from operational consulting mm -hmm. because there is a daily grind. You have to come in and you have to do the work right. every day. We can't serve the guests. Right. We're not going to write your schedule because I don't know that Steve needs mm -hmm. Tuesdays off. Right? right. But we can say that you're over scheduling Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. So those feedback. And like I mentioned before, we bring systems in a box. Mm -hmm. So we say, hey, guys, on Tuesdays, look at these three reports and have this 30 minute meeting. On Wednesdays, look at these two reports, have this 30 minute meeting. And on Fridays, have your manager meeting. Here's a couple of report. All of a sudden, we've given you, we're hand-delivering mm -hmm. those reports. They come from automation. And now you're talking about labor costs on Tuesday and food costs on Wednesday and recaps on Fridays. And all of a sudden, your costs are coming in line. That's incredible. What a service. That's amazing. Um, can you provide any examples or success stories um, where your expertise did make a significant difference for a client? Yeah, this one's really personal to me because mm -hmm. I had a client um, who is now my business partner. We own a mm -hmm. restaurant together in San Francisco. Amazing. Uh, uh, my business partner in the accounting firm, we mm -hmm. collectively went into business. He had a brilliant idea. Him and his business partner, the chef, uh, had a beautiful little thing going on in San Francisco, but rough location, rough square footage, right. couldn't get it to pencil. They brought us in. We started working with the menu. They were selling $5 tacos, and we're mm -hmm. like, hey, 
you need to serve two tacos with rice and beans and <laughs> get go. 16 Up 17 dollars <laughs> like you, you need a real plate mm-hmm. going here and yes. they started to make moves COVID happened and they're like mm. we may leave the restaurant business instead we negotiated a deal in Ghirardelli Square and we Amazing. all moved into there together and took that concept and moved it and it wasn't just going into business together mm-hmm. it was watching two guys run their business their way mm-hmm. and then kind of going all right we'll we'll buy into the whole structure here and we're three or four years strong through covid doing That's well amazing. and it's it is putting our money where our mouth is mm-hmm. it is saying i will happily take any of my clients and say mm-hmm. i love this place come check out what happens when you do it the way we do it right right that's amazing. And and to make yourself so relatable to your clients in that way. I'm not just telling you I'm doing this as well. I'm mm-hmm. on the schedule call yes. on Tuesdays. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And the food cost meeting on Wednesdays. Exactly, right. <laughs> um, what is your vision for the future of RDMS Group and how do you plan to continue assisting restaurants in their accounting and operational needs? It is we adore helping the small business. Mm -hmm. It is everything we do is a passion project to helping small business. So my business partner, we are entrepreneurial. We are continuing to open restaurants of our own. We have an amazing operational team of DOOs, chefs, managers, and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely one of the areas we grow. Mm -hmm. The accounting firm is the engine that powers all this stuff. Uh, We continue our growth. We're very happy with where we are. We really are focusing on our team right now. Mm -hmm. COVID was not fun for anybody. Systems changed, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. We're we're a twelve year old startup, Amazing. as many small yep. businesses are. <laughs> they, you never start. Yeah. Stop working on yourself. Uh-huh. We're looking for clients that really. The change is to be blunt. When we mm-hmm. open the business, if you were willing to work with us, we wanted to work with you. Yes, and, of course. Yeah. Okay, I'm so glad you called started. me. I mm-hmm. will do whatever you want, any way mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah. Now we are really looking for those restaurants that go. I'd really like your help. Mm-hmm. And though helping people is where we get excited, having them buy into the fact that we know what we're doing mm-hmm. gets us really excited. So RDMS being a small boutique restaurant accounting firm, mm-hmm. we do believe if you get too big, yes, you lose the direct connection with the client. Yes. We're hyper-focused on making sure that if we add a client, nobody else suffers from doing mm-hmm. so. That's really where we're focusing all of our time. We are also opening up a technology side to fix some of the problems we see, like meal break Mm -hmm. penalties or like other things with food cost. We're trying to find restaurant solutions that real restaurant people can use. So we're building a few things on that side, too. Congratulations. I love, too, that you're kind of at that point in your business, too, where you can say, okay, this client is the right fit for us or, you know, strategize in that way and prioritize. Knock on wood. (laughs) I'm going to keep knocking. Um, (laughs) uh, Coming off of business for a a minute, what are three fun facts about you personally? Ooh, I am a car guy and rebuilding things is like my... If I had free time, that's what I would continue doing with Very it. Very cool. I have many things that aren't working in my garage right now, <laughs> which is half the fun. Uh, my dog is my center Aww. of my universe. I love my wife very much. But <laughs> dog comes first. Dog is always primary. <laughs> and uh, I think my husband may agree with you on uh, that end. Yeah, as well. <laughs> I, one of my dog's ta- paws is tattooed yep. on my leg. Like it's <laughs> yeah, 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 center of the universe. Uh, and then you know, food is not business alone for me. Mm -hmm. I am one of the fortunate people that pursue a passion every single day. Mm -hmm. So if there's something to go eat someplace, (laughs) I will go. I'm in. This is what I do. (laughs) So I tell you about some restaurants here, but you are literally in the office right behind us. So you know all the good ones. I I actually make it a point to Mm -hmm. make sure I'm eating lunch somewhere here five days a week and dinner three Mm -hmm. to four times a week. Like Mm it spread the love to the small businesses, food or otherwise is so necessary. If you're going to be a member of the community, and it's a, it is a bit of a luxury to be able to mm-hmm. say that, but 
even just getting a drink or spending a time mm-hmm. or getting an appetizer, you don't have to go in and, and buy a full meal. Right. But showing some love to the local community goes a long way. I and agree. it's, again, not just food. Go go buy spices. Yes. Go buy pillows. Yes. I don't care what it is. Just go out and... I'm going to say because of the office's location, I definitely, that's how I justify all my spices and pillows and drinks. <laughs> I named all the things yeah, on the road did, right he here. nailed it. Spice <laughs> Queen's right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I justify all of it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so towards the end of each episode, I like to ask, is there anyone that's helped you in your career that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, I've had so many mentors. I have been lucky. I have been choosing. Uh, I was, my job right before I started my company was with a gentleman named Mike Rapoli. Mm-hmm. He needs no introduction. He is a wildly successful man who is just one of the most brilliant operators I've ever seen. Uh, his brands would include Vitamin Water, wow. Pirate's Booty, wow. Body Armor. He, he is fascinating and amazing. Mm-hmm. He He's the first person where I said, hey, I'm going to quit. And he yelled at me for an hour. Um, <laughs> he, he changed a lot about my life in a lot of different ways and how I pursue things. Um, Khalid Leilu mm-hmm. is a guy who was my first manager in the restaurant space. Wow. Uh, very, very warm appreciation for him mm-hmm. and uh, countless people. Uh, John Keith, he's actually a family member, but he's another mentor who has been guiding me since I was a stupid fraternity boy in college <laughs> and keeping me on the right path. Thank so. goodness for people like that. Oh, he's been a <laughs> godsend. So. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. And I hope they hear this and can hear those shout outs. Um, finally, if any restaurants locally want to use your services, where can they find you? Best place for us, we are an accounting firm, so we're not great on social media. We're working on figuring that out, but no one follows the accountants. But uh, our website is www.rdmsgroup.com. Perfect. we have a contact form there. Uh, my email is my first name, Tom at rdmsgroup.com. We love talking Great. to all operators. Love it. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for all you do. I think this is such a interesting side of the restaurant business that isn't often thought of. So thank by you. those of us that eat at restaurants, I'm sure the people that work there. You don't want to think about this part. This just needs to no. work. No, yes. I mean, it's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's an amazing service that you're offering everybody. So Well, and thanks for doing this. Highlighting Sonoma is awesome. Oh, so I love it. Really I love being it. able to do this and feel very fortunate to get to meet so many different people every week. It's so great. Fun. So yeah, well, thank you so much for coming in, Tom. I really appreciate it. Thank and you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like and subscribe. Learn more about Sonoma County and all that we have to offer here.